Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out MariaMenunos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yo, 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 welcome back. It's the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm just so excited, guys. You don't need to laugh. Wow, I just feel like that. <laughs> I was out last week. I'm back tonight with full force energy of a 30 lions. I'm going to work on a better metaphor for next week. Don't worry. Okay. Um, guys, tonight we're talking about the episode called Rehearsal. Um, we're going to do some intros. Before we do, we have a special guest, Daphne Clark. Hi, everybody. Hi, She's Foster back. fans. Hi, I'm thanks back. for coming back. I love being here. Thank oh, you. Of course. We love having you. Thank you both. Um, we'll do some quick intros of us. Jillian, kick us off. Sure. Um, I'm Jillian Leff. You can tweet me at Jillian Leff during the show or use the hashtag ABTVFosters and I'll be reading your tweets live. We're a little delayed in the studio today with my Twitter, so uh, I'm going to try to get to as many as possible. Daylight savings. The phone's catching up. It's fine. Uh, guys, I'm Jeffrey Masters. A tweet from Jeff Masters 1. As Jillian said, we're tweeting during the show now. We'll tweet all the week. You can also subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Leave us a comment there. We love talking to you. Uh, let's kick it off with Daphne's storyline. Oh, boy. Daphne, who yes. plays Daphne. Damn. Daphne, who plays Daphne. Tell us, is it the same actress that plays Tasha? Yes. It is? Yes. You flinched, are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tasha's getting big. Uh, she is. She's, uh, yeah, she's almost t a teenager. <laughs> Tasha is 60 years old. That's right. She's growing up very, very fast. Oh, my God. I love this storyline. Not just because I like you. Oh, thank you. But um, I like... I feel like a lot of shows introduce really serious, dramatic things, and they last a couple episodes, but because they're not the main storyline of the show, we kind of just forget them. Right. And I love that this has been a story that is stretching out across now three seasons. Yes. That's amazing. I know. I'm really, really happy and excited about it. Um, Daphne's arc and her storyline has really come a long way. She's turned her life around. She's trying to get her daughter back. Um, so it's just a really, it's a really good storyline. It's a really, um, I don't know, just really... It's just I don't know. I just love it. I just love it. We it was it was nice this episode too because we saw a lot of emotion from you and usually yes. it's anger and instead you went with the tears which got me. I was like when in during that first meeting I wrote such nasty notes that I can't even read the words that I uh, I wrote, <laughs> that down. wrote down. Um but you know for him to bring up the assault on Callie, when mm -hmm. we didn't even know your name, you, you didn't even have a name at that point. You right. were just- I was like girl number one. Exactly. Right. So coming from that to now, it's so great to see how your character has evolved because Absolutely. I truly believe what Callie said, you know, she's not the same person and I, I really don't think you are. No, Daphne's not the same person and the fact that they were throwing her past in her face and she's just trying to get her daughter back and she's fighting really, really hard and she's doing everything that they want her to do but it seems to be another obstacle time after time after time. And I think she just had a breaking point and that's all she could do was just break down and show yeah. that she's she's in a weak moment and she doesn't know what else to do. 
So. Because it has been a struggle. These things are incredibly hard. Yeah. Which the like luxury of the stretching over three seasons, we're able to see that. Yeah. Daphne is not always making the right choices, like not to get all. her daughter back. And it's so cool to see. It's just not like an easy fairy tale that they've created. No, I mean she's a mother. She's a young mother, so she's learning as she goes, and she's trying to make the best decisions, but they're not always the right ones. And she's just trying to do what's best for her and Tasha. And it may not make sense to other people, but it makes sense to her. Yeah. And she's yeah. young. She's a young, dynamic character on a show that deals with a lot of issues that you know we don't touch upon outside of this sort of conversation and it's I I mean I was so thrilled to see you in the beginning when we had talked before and you were like I'll be on that episode I'm in that I was like okay what are we gonna see from her today and to open up the episode (laughs) I know she was dying over here she was like oh my god I can't watch this I cannot wait why am I the first thing but it's I loved it um it just was really hard to watch because I remember that day and it was very emotional and to have the girls you know they're twins um and to work with them is just great because they give me so much and they allow me to play so. oh the actress is a play yes, Tasha actress mm-hmm. is a play oh yes. I didn't know they were actresses so we got a Mary Kate and Ashley situation yes. you know <laughs> yes. maybe they can fill on the floor house <laughs> maybe <laughs> but um, like you said Jillian the fact that Daphne's storyline has unknowingly been going on since episode one mm-hmm. that's crazy to me yeah I, I love know. it. And, we're, and you're a friend of our show. And yeah, like, I, I just, being here. Thank I don't you know. Guys. It's always good to see your friends sort of like thrive. And yeah. it's like exciting. I don't know. Also, the fans are loving it. Um, Anton Maslowski said, Daphne's story broke my heart this episode. Oh She's been trying for so long. Um, Brittany Alyssa said, I love how much Daphne and Callie are so close from now from when they started. Right. It's like like a complete turnaround. Mm-hmm. And I love that Callie, too, has not just abandoned her old friends now that she's been adopted and has a great life. No. Right. I mean, I, it, I think also it's just it tugs at your heartstrings, your storyline, because of the the kid involved and um, Lizette Escobar said uh, she's grown up so much she's getting everything together give her Tasha back I know what is the problem can I just have her I don't understand what the what the issue is but it's a a struggle yeah I mean and Daphne's character too is just such a nice reminder that there are other stories beyond like the Callie story of like getting adopted and whatnot like Daphne is fighting for her child absolutely at how old is Daphne? Like around 18 or 19? Daphne's 17. She's 17. Mm-hmm. And Tasha's too. To be dealing with that as a 17-year-old? Mm-hmm. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yes. And it's something that's happening in today's society. And I'm not the only one that's fighting for their children. And so it's just really important. I'm glad the storyline is so uh, relevant to what's happening nowadays. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was also mirrored, too, in the conversation that Callie and Justina had. Mm-hmm. I was so excited by Justina's original story about losing her friend and not excited because it was a nice story, excited because it just humanized her. Yes. And she was this villain for so long or this like potential villain. And I was like, look, she's we're on her side. She's yeah. a good person. Like, oh my God, they tricked us again. Those right? damn writers. She's so relatable. I can feel for her. Yeah. And I was yeah. on 100% on her side and then they turned it around. And she went right back to being a villain. I, know. I just can't respect someone that uses yes the sympathy card when it's not even her card to use like exactly. i know plenty of people that yeah they share their sad story and they want that sort of response back when you hear it but to do that and it actually not be her at all like that's just pathetic to me and she's taking advantage of people's stories and their lives that they've that they've lived that they really didn't have a choice at and so it's just it's just really sad also just like how horrible to like just like to kind of like dishonoring her parents like what if they heard this that's just such a massive lie that is so easy to find out. And then she was so open to about being like, no, it's a lie. I'm using this for like dollars. Right. Like it just, you know, it just what gets people to give money. And you're like, wait, what? 
Yeah. I have um, to give credit to the actress though because she oh, I love her. she makes me feel so good. such disgust for who like who she is yeah. and I just couldn't get over the fact that not only did she take Lizzie's story as her own, but also she threatened Callie and put the job, Daphne's like job. A yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was like, well, I'm gonna do this for you, but you need to sort of keep quiet. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it just sucks. Like, I loved her and hated her, and it's just like, now I just have so much mixed emotions about yeah, her. And yeah, and that's why I love the actress, too, because like yeah. you don't know whether or not you should trust or not trust her. Absolutely. Some of those actors, you see them on screen, like, just by their facial features, you're like, this is a villain, I can't trust them. Right. But for Justina, you're like, I don't know. Right, especially when she told her story and you thought it was hers. And yeah. Then she, uh, I was she like, cried. Oh, I know, she did. She had a moment. Crocodile tears, I oh know. my God. And when the big issue with Justina for me is that while I don't like her methods, and I don't agree with everything she's doing. What she's doing in her mind is for a good cause. Right, so, so it makes, makes it sense, so complicated. And she thinks it's it's good and it's okay. Yeah. But I wrote down in my notes, I just was like, this is almost blackmail. And by the end of it, I was like, no, this is full on blackmail. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cross out that almost. Uh, full on. So at, <laughs> at Blue Trainer 98 actually brings up a really good point. And I want to ask you guys um, do we think that Callie is going to eventually expose Justina? How do you feel? I don't know if she can answer, but... I'll start. Okay. Go ahead. Just in case you have to hide something. I think that... <laughs> I don't have to hide anything, okay? Why do you look at me like that? <laughs> Secrets of storylines. Um, I think that Callie, while she doesn't agree with the, the lying, of course, I don't think she's ever going to like expose somebody. I don't think she's got that like gotcha part of herself that wants to like, publicly like shame somebody. I think it's a, a crappy secret to keep from anyone but mostly from Daphne and I don't know if that's where it's going to come out oh or it's going to come out with Steph and Lena because obviously we know that Steph and Lena really don't like Justina at all right they've made that pretty clear and as far you know as far as like what Callie is doing um but I I agree with you where I don't feel like she's going to have that gotcha moment like Haha. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't think she will either. I think she's going to probably do what's in the best interest of Daphne or, you know, um, kids that are like Callie and Daphne and try to, you know, help them out. I don't really know. Well, the unfortunate part of that she's going to get you a job, it's unfortunate because if Justina was blackmailing Callie, I could see Callie being like, do what you want to me, I don't care. But now that she could potentially take away this character's job and lose her daughter, like, Callie's never going to give right. that up. Right, there's, there's more at stake than just her. Yeah, there's yeah. so much at stake now. Absolutely. Um, Megan, I'm going to butcher your name, Cassiati, sorry. Um, she said, I feel like the writers put a big emphasis on the fact that Callie recorded the interview with Justina. Oh. Yeah, because she said, yeah. it's my story. Oh, I yeah. totally, that's a great point. She yeah. did record the entire thing. Megan, girl, thank you. <laughs> Looking out for us. <laughs> okay, way to go. Wow. I okay, yeah. that. Wow, okay. Oh. Yeah. Sierra Carter tweeted, I feel like Justina has even more up her sleeve. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree too. I think there's more to come and there's more to, to learn about Justina in time. Yeah, I just wonder too, like what her, uh, what's gonna happen? Like, what what does she want at the end of this? Does she want like it all privatized? And like, is that gonna be good or bad? What's and, her motive? Yeah. You know what's crazy though? Uh, these fans, you guys are on point tonight. Um, TazBB12 tweeted, can't Callie ask her father to help find Daphne a job? We haven't seen Robert Quinn in a while. 
I think Robert Quinn should just adopt Daphne <laughs> altogether <laughs> and help her get Dasha back. <laughs> that would just make everything better. <laughs> Was your character emancipated to live on her own? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. That was why she like got the apartment yes. after. Oh, yeah. to live on her own so she could adopt Ta- Tasha. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a really hard life being a single mother that young. Yeah, that means I had Tasha when she, I was fifteen. Were you still wow. working at the burger place? Yes. Yeah, in this episode. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 You quit there? Am I forgetting things? I think you are. No. No, because <gasps> I remember I'm in I'm in uh, Girls United waiting to oh, figure out. I got you. Girl, stop tripping I me up you. on the story. <laughs> She's tripping me up on my own story. Are you still in the burger place? No. I've been up since 3 a.m. Apologies. Apologies. Our <laughs> health is so bad on the show. I know, right? I'm like, wait a minute, wait. You're like, she's confusing me. Physically she and mentally. Um, before we move on to another storyline in the show, we just want to mention a show that we think you guys would love, and that is The Tomorrow Show, created by Kevin Undergaro, one of the AfterBuzz TV co-creators and CEOs. So if right. you love hearing behind-the-scenes stories about Hollywood, if you're curious about a celebrity boyfriend's midlife crisis, mm-hmm. this is the show for you. Kevin, as we know now, is the fiance of Ray Menounos. And so that show airs Monday and Thursday nights from 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to 9. And that's tomorrow, thetomorrowshow.com. You can also find it on iTunes. So subscribe and listen. It is a really a lot of fun. Yeah, I watched it on Monday live. Oh, on you watch it? I listened to it. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin gives really good advice. So if you ever need some oh, free then I have advice, to watch it. I have to watch free it career advice, I always Kevin advice. Is, is your dude. Kevin's a great storyteller. He's about it. Yeah, kind of like the stories that Justina tells. <laughs> no, exactly no, those aren't no. stories. Those are lies. <laughs> Sorry, those lies. Those are lies. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I think we should segue to the brand. brand the Brally moment of the show. You sound like you're disgusted, but I'm happy. I love Tell them. me why you're happy, Jillian. Because it's ride or die Brally. I'm sorry. Like, Jeff, this is going to be so... I, I don't even know if I want to be here next week, although I do want to be here, because obviously something's going to happen between the two of them, and we've been seeing the lead up the I'm entire episode. So t- I just want them to be together. End of discussion. Why do we have to date other people? Why do we have to just make drama, unnecessary drama? Just be together, be happy, and love each other. They're 17... And they don't know how to make the right choices for themselves. I do have to say, though, as far as like the jealousy going on between them, I feel like they are more mature than Mariana and Matt are. Yes, um, I agree. With the, the the sort of like if we're if we're comparing couples here, yes, you know, making someone jealous or it's not like that with them. I just feel like they never fell out of love. They've always been in love and they've just been trying to suppress it and convince themselves that this is not actually happening. And it's kind of exciting. But again, is this going to be another thing where it's just like we finally get that Brandon and Callie are together and they're going to tell Stephanie everything that's been going on and then like there's going to be another fallout? Like I'm over the... I'm. The hill, it's like you're going up the hill. Well, you also have and to consider down it. they've also had like so many obstacles in their relationship, yeah. and every time they think they're on a good path, something happens and it makes them break up. So I just think that they should just be together and tell the moms about it and just live life and be happy. But I don't think I don't think them telling the moms is going to actually help the situation because they're not, not going to they're not um, going to agree with that. Well, Maddie on Twitter agrees with me. She says, "True love, yes, be together." Jeff, stop it. Jillian. Mm. Uh, Daphne, Boom. give us a second. Boom. Jillian, do not just read tweets that agree with you. I'm not. This is very important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give me the phone. All Things Sansa says, yes, queen, Brally Rider, die. Okay. Um, and then wait, Sierra Carter said, 
but it would be incest. <laughs> no, it wouldn't because they're not technically <laughs> related. It would be they're le- not legally incest. But they're but it's not incest. It's just that's love. Okay. It's love. Love. I would like to make an addendum to the Constitution okay. of my uh, dis um, trust of the Bradley relationship. Okay. Okay. I will root for Bradley once they both turn eighteen. Which will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and here's why. Because they maybe won't be living in the house because they can legally make this decision. Right. And I will say that once they're given the opportunity to create a real relationship, I think that they will very much thrive because like the relationship they're building now is built on a lot of honesty, pretty amazingly. Mm-hmm. They're able to discuss a lot of things like Courtney and Courtney's baby and Danny. And they're yeah. able to like hear Open each other, each other yeah. and not judge each other. And it's really pretty amazing to see. Well, Dustin Bradley agrees with you. And he says, I like Bradley, but they need to wait until they aren't considered. Hash, uh, quote, family yes. by the government. Yes. So when they turn 18, they're going to move out on their own and start this relationship? No, but I think they'll go to college. And then they'll have this relationship? I I, I don't know. I um, You need to start it now. That way, when you when you move on, you move on together. You have to start somewhere, well, Jeff. I, if I were to write the show, I think that they would go to college probably separately, mm-hmm. find themselves, and then afterward, like, move back to San Diego and then get married and, like, adopt more So you want them to children. have more relationships that mean absolutely nothing because they're going to ultimately get back together. Yes, because that's what college relationships are <laughs> pretty much that's a waste of time and a waste of energy and a waste of life it's not a waste of time to learn and grow as a human being do you know how many people have been together for years and they were like high school sweethearts do I know how many exactly no I don't oh, I'm just saying in general stop it you know what I mean Jeff he's a brat oh I my know. god come on really um, a lot of people actually Jeff, people are agreeing with you. I'm not, you Thank know, you, we're not going to get into a fight. So Lily White said they can't be together because their brother and sister okay. would ruin everything. Three yes, people that agree Lily with White. I'm refreshing, so we're going to hear more. Okay, Corey. you have three people that agree with you. We have like ten on our side. Okay? Uh, actually, Alicia Browley said, Jeff can't deny it anymore. He ships them. <laughs> Stop it. In the words of Megan Black from Twitter, she said that uh, Brandon is a cesspool of dysfunction. And I like that a lot. Ooh. Um, did you like what are your thoughts on Brandon's hand positions while he was grabbing Courtney's neck and kissing her? I thought it was sexy. It was so great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, do it again, please. Oh Honestly, oh not the answer I was looking for. He was embracing her neck. You said he was choking her. I said, well, where? That was an embrace of the neck and then a nice passionate kiss oh to God. top it off like a cherry on a cake. Yes. It's just the exact opposite kiss that you want your mom to see happening. Well, she shouldn't have been spying. She was walking to the car. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she backed up <laughs> and looked. She I knew. just like that the moms did not hesitate to confront him just about, like, what's going on? Are you sleeping with her? She's overage. Pretty much they voiced every complaint I have about Courtney, which I really appreciate. But honestly, like, I would sort of be relieved if I were them. Because <laughs> it's like, well, obviously you're not fawning over Callie because you're with another girl, so cool. Who, who do they want him to be with? Please, pick somebody for him to be with. Otherwise, let him be with Callie and let him be happy. He's just surprised all of his feelings by being with these other women that abs- mean absolutely nothing to him. But he's not suppressing Daphne because he created this Romeo and Juliet and he's going to spill his heart as he plays his piano with Guy Liner and Callie's going to fall in love with him all over again. And this happens every single week. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> okay, you're right. so I'm just saying. <laughs> and then him and Callie can have some heavy petting. Oh, that what was is just- heavy petting? That's like making Please out real hard. I think that's like when you're in high school and you like feel someone's body through their like jeans. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or a sweater. Okay. 
Do you want me to be more graphic? <laughs> no, I'm good. good. I'm good. That's, that's enough for me. <laughs> well, one thing I will say is that when Courtney and Callie were walking in together, it was so awkward. I was like, oh, he's got a type. Like beautiful brunettes with a little bit like wavy hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still love Callie for him. Danny, also brunette. Absolutely. <laughs> but out of all the girls, they're all beautiful, but Callie is the one. You just know the one when you I see it. I know. I know. And I just wish they were just together. I'm really curious slash worried to see what's going to happen to the show once they do go to college. Then it's going to be like... Like, how are they going to do that? I don't know. I'm going to like Saved by the Bell when it like went off to the college years. Or Glee. But, but there's yeah. still going to be like the Jude who will eventually pop up again who's still in school. So we can't go fully to college. No, but we can kind of touch on it. Maybe they'll go to community college first. <laughs> no, I want them to go to Juilliard. <laughs> Did you guys see Jude this episode? He was framed in a picture in the kitchen, and that's the whole glimpse that we saw. Yeah, Aww. actually, a lot of people are tweeting about it. They're just like, where was he? There was no mention of him. Like, was he at camp again? Oh, my God, is he okay? <laughs> How many school field trips are there? Um, I miss and you. just, like, from my inside knowledge, um, I know that Hayden's going to be in the next two episodes, so... We'll be seeing Jude. How could he miss his sibling's performance? Absolutely, yes. We'll be be seeing him. I miss Jude. And then he's going to be on our show for the finale. Yay. Oh my God, I love our show. Love it. It's so much fun. Isn't it? (laughs) Rate, comment, subscribe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the show, this was called Rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And we saw some rehearsing. Mm -hmm. We saw some heat. Yes, we did. Some passion and fire. I cannot wait to see the full song, Mariana. Great. I knew that was going to happen, but like it, it stinks after, um, I was going to say Sierra, um, after Mariana had the conversation with uh, Nick yes, about how she should just break up with him, and she's like, that's not going to happen. He's it's like, going to happen. <laughs> just be honest with me. They're just setting cheat. it up. It's There's so many ups and downs with these like relationships, and honestly, like it does reflect high school relationships. Yeah, oh, This yeah. is life. This but is, I mean, mean, like, full-fledged relationships, like, grown-up relationships in high school. Yeah. Well, that's because you're, it's your first... Yes, you're exactly right. And also when you're, you're in high school, it's your first love, and you think that this is, like, make it or break it. You literally think it's, like, Romeo and Juliet. Because it's your first. Yeah. And you don't. You just think it's either going to be it, or you're <laughs> devastated if it's not, and then your whole life is over. Yeah. It's so serious, yes, too. It's like, I'm going to die without them. I can't live without them. And then I you know. learn that you can. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> we promise. It's going to be okay. I was also surprised to see that Mariana and Nick are now boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm, that, well, he threw uh, a party. Yeah, I just, I didn't ever hear the labels. Then again, I was sick last week. Maybe they like filtered in yeah, through I my really like, like left ear. I don't like them together. I don't like them together. Oh, see, I despised Nick early on, and now I'm so full Nick Mariana. Yeah. Nariana. Narnia. Actually, after I saw her and Matt kiss I'm just I'm I'm team them I want them because there's just so much like you can, they're not over each other and you can obviously no, tell that of course and then what was that the subtext of like the song lyrics there's no controlling this this love could be great yeah I was like okay this is so like I love just what like musical shows where they like sing a song and like is the subtext like of entirely yes nothing gives me more joy than that I'm, a, I'm just obsessed. Yeah. Everyone's asking about Zoe, too. We should really... Okay, I was so excited that Talia was the one that told, because, like, that B-word. Uh, we love to hate her. <laughs> and she's mad she didn't get Juliet. B-word. Yeah, yeah, because she is a B-word, you know. But it's yeah, just like, I, if he would have told, I would have been so mad. Like, okay. That's real shady. Let's do a Twitter poll. Okay. Who do we hate more, Talia or Justina? Okay, so hashtag it and tweet it to me right now. Who do you hate more, Talia 
or Justina. Or do you want to do an actual Twitter poll? Oh, yeah. I'll do it right now. I'll okay. send it out. Should we also do Sally? Sally. <laughs> the oh, girl who lies. A school president. Uh, oh. Student president. Oh, my God. Yeah, she well, was even brought worse? up this episode. Which one's worse? <laughs> Talia, Sally, or Justina? I think Justina because she's ruining lives. Oh, my God. She's a lot of power. She's ruining lives here, people. But it was just so much fun to hate Talia the first yeah, so season. Yes, that's great. You can hate her. But the real person to hate is the one who's ruining the lives okay, of innocent people. we are people. letting the people decide. Okay, <laughs> fine. Let them decide. Let the people <laughs> vote. Then, Talia is spelled with a Y, right? It was. Yeah. yeah I'll never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What is Megan doing now? That was her name, right? The actress? I have to go. Uh, Don't answer. I'm like, what? I know. Like, what? what's well, happening? I her, it was an okay, Megan. guys, I tweeted it. It's so embarrassing. Vote on, who, <laughs> vote on who's worst. We'll reveal the, uh, we'll reveal the oh results gosh. at the end of yeah. this episode. One of my favorite moments of the show is when the kids have one-on-one, like, sibling bonding moments. Yes. Like, when Mariana told Brandon that she was with Wyatt. And she lost her virginity to somebody she didn't even care about. I know. Oh, and then Brandon said, I regret doing what I did with... And, and then and then Callie overhearing that and she thinking it's her and it's... Oh, I was uh, like, that's the worst feeling in the world. And I need an adult to pop in and be like, what you're feeling is normal. Everyone feels that way. I know, right? <laughs> what you're going through it's is okay. okay. You're going to be all right. I know. I just saw in my notes, I said, Yas Talia's back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unfortunately, she's not winning in the poll so far. Justina is at 50%. Boom. 50%. See, I was right. Can I get a thank you? Mm-hmm. We will see you if you're right at the end of the poll. Oh, we're going to see. I'll check. We'll see at the end of our show yeah. who's winning. Yeah. And then we'll, we have a grand prize that we're happy to announce. Okay, what is for it? it? It's a surprise grand prize. Oh, do I get it or do it's I get it? It's a car! Oh, and you get a car! And you get a car! <laughs> Everybody gets a car. Everybody gets a car. You know we do this for free, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not what you told me. Just no? kidding. You are, though. Um, so what do you think about what's going to happen? They're, like, preambling this whole Mariana and Matt uh, moment, obviously, mm-hmm. as Romeo and Juliet is going to ignite mm-hmm. old flames. Do we think that Nick and Zoe are, like, mature enough to know that this is acting, or is it actually going to, like, revive old flames? I think that... He- what are our predictions? Personally, I feel like once he sees um, Matiana kiss again, I think Nick's gonna realize, like, oh no, it's not over. It, yeah, it's, it's very not over. obvious. They're gonna perform, and it's gonna be very obvious. And they're not even gonna, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. Really, the flames. I want Mariana though to go to Nick and be like, "This is acting." She can't do that because she still loves Matt. Hello. <sighs> I just, you can't lie about your feelings for the person that you're acting with. There's just like sick. or that you love. You know Tell what us I mean. How it works, Stephanie. <laughs> you haven't had a love interest on the show. Clearly, you don't know. clearly, can I get one? <laughs> that, that's our next Twitter poll. Should Daphne get a love interest? Daphne needs a father for Tasha. Any volunteers? Robert Quinn's single now. <laughs> no, that's a little no. Some <laughs> <laughs> old. Callie, I'm dating your dad. Right, right. Oh my god. That would no. That would not work. Well, listen. The show's gonna run out of taboos at some point. They're gonna go there. So then we're gonna start getting into like reality TV topics, like. No, that's not good. No, no, definitely not. No, I was really happy to see Gabe helping out though at the rehearsal billing sets. Gabe is. Do you want him to be the father? He's so fine. Gabe is a very beautiful man, despite that he is a registered sex offender. Listen, he's so tan. 
He's, he's very tan. I mean, he has amazing, like, bone structure, too. <laughs> his head looks like the size of my chest. Yeah. I think it's, like, three feet his, across. Did you see his biceps and the veins that were popping out when he was... Yeah, that's how I was, was drilling the... Fanning myself. The screw into the wood. I was like, okay. How are you I doing? I just imagine you, like, giving the writers, like, script ideas, and you're like, only when Gabe and Daphne... Adopt and Tasha. Absolutely. No, this is the thing. I mean, the writers of the show are damn smart. You they know, are. they, they yeah, need to really good. they need to give some eye candy to those straight mamas out there that are watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> Listen though, Gabe is such a bad communicator, mm-hmm. like regarding his feelings and how he thinks, which I think is fascinating to watch. And that's why I love that, like he said, he would not have been a good father. You kind of are like, yeah. I, maybe you wouldn't have been great. Maybe he would have learned and would have been fantastic. Yeah. But as of now, we can see that he doesn't trust that side of him. And I think it's amazing that he is doing what he knows best. He's helping to like build the set to get to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he's not trying to like take him out for an awkward dinner. He's just trying to like bond with him, with him that way. I think it's really like amazing to watch. It is considering what he went through because he went to jail, so he wasn't really able to be a father. Yeah. But telling Jesus that I told your mom to get rid of you and that I, you know, I was harsh and she ruined my life probably isn't a good starter conversation. No, you're exactly right, and that's what I mean by saying he doesn't know how to communicate with somebody. Absolutely. But I cannot imagine what Jesus is thinking, knowing that he it was talked about to have him aborted. Probably that he's a mistake and he shouldn't yeah. be here, and that's hurtful, and that's what you saw. God. Yeah, and his sister. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I have a question. Yeah, go. We have an answer. The, I, I've only asked questions so far, but I'm going to keep asking them. Go for it. Um, so, um, Jesus is so mm-hmm. drastically different than J.T. Austin's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just like the character itself. Noah versus Jake. Yeah, yeah. Noah versus Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I'm finally adjusted to Noah's Jesus, but it took me a while just because he's he's sensitive. He's mm-hmm. a very good actor, but it's just not the character that we saw being played by Jake. Yeah. Jake was aggressive and cocky, and Noah is sensitive and like a little more thinking and feeling. And I wonder if you guys had an issue adjusting that too, or were you just like full on, this is a new actor, it's gonna be a new character? Well, I think we knew going into it before we actually saw him uh, like really act. We knew it was gonna be different, but sort of the whole entire team behind the Fosters expressed that the way that Noah portrays the character is exactly the way that they imagined it. So I'm kind of happy in that sense because we're finally seeing a side of Jesus that we hadn't seen before. I guess you could compare it to, you know, you go away. So he went away for school and obviously that changes you. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was just for a short period of time, obviously he was pressured into doing things that he didn't want to do. Um, he was seen as an outcast, which I don't think he was ever seen as um, in his school. So I can see where the change happens there, but I do appreciate a more sensitive character because he really shined to me in this episode, especially the second interaction with Gabe where Gabe sort of apologized and said that he wanted to be a part of his life. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was like really tender and touching and I don't think we could have gotten that from the 
um, the old Jesus and the way the old Jesus was written. I don't think it's the same person. Yeah, it's a, really a lot of fun to watch Noah. Yeah. So I don't want to like, throw shade on him at all. Oh, no. It sounds like what you're saying that the creators had this opportunity to reinvent Jesus sure. and they're saying don't play him like the way that this other actor did. Just like do make him your own. Yeah, play him the way that you would play him. You know, it's just and, and you know the, the fans are agreeing too. Like I have so much love for um, Noah's Jesus. They they can't you know, they just, we love Jesus so much. It took me two episodes to adjust. I appreciate his character now, and that was uh, Heather Loomis, 13. Um, um, I kind of think that um, Noah brings something so much different, more emotion, more depth to the character mm -hmm. than what was portrayed before, which I really, really love, because I think before it was just one level all the time, Yeah. and I needed more, yeah. and I wasn't getting it, and I think now that we're getting it, and we enjoy it, and we're like, wow, this character has so many more dimensions, and you know, we don't know where this character's gonna go, and you know, it's just, it's great to watch, because I feel like before it was like, a, a complete difference between Mar Mariana and Jesus, and now I feel like it's Mariana and Jesus together. Yeah, you know, what I, mean? I feel like they're actually brother and sister. And how spoiled you. are we? You know, we get to see two er two uh, actors take on the same role, and we With have a yeah, a unique really perspective on each. Like, yeah. I think as viewers, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do it a lot on shows, uh, not on shows that I've watched recently, but you know, they switch people out all the time, especially on soap operas. Um, and it's kind of cool because you have your own fans and they're, the Jake fans are still out there that watch the Fosters and they love it. And then Noah has these fans that he was able to grow from taking yeah. on this role. And I think it's great. We're spoiled. That's what I'll say. We're yeah. spoiled. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's true. I really admire the producers. You know, Jake wanted to leave the show. I really admire the producers for saying that if we were to like kill off this character, it would really change the show in a way that we don't want to tackle right now. Absolutely. And so we're just going to replace you. I think that's really admirable. Yeah. And it I works. It. Yeah. it works. I can see if it didn't, but it actually works. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, Gabe is such a complicated character. You can just see, like, the emotions that are being, like, buried by him on his face. And I say that because I think of most actors are amazing communicators, they have big personalities, they're really well-spoken, mm -hmm. they know how to sell themselves, because that's what they're doing 90% of the time. <laughs> you know, they're like only acting 10% of the time, they're trying to act like 90%, and they have to, if, you know, you usually, to say, no. <laughs> a lot of auditions. <laughs> and that makes you, like, need, necessitates being a people person. Absolutely. And so for to see this performance by the actor playing Gabe, I think is really just impressive to see how complicated and internal it is. Mm -hmm. It would yes. just be very easy to go the other way. It would. I look forward to more of him and what he's going to bring and him actually opening up more and we really getting to see who he really is. And yeah. Maybe more some off-screen interactions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, I second that. Yeah, and then when Gabe adopts Tasha, it's going to be like fascinating to watch. <laughs> <laughs> With you. Absolutely. <laughs> I second that one as well. Dream world. Um, at the very end when the police came in, mm -hmm. oh. I did not know where that was going. You know, it was dark. There's just like buzzing sirens in the background. Mario's there alone. And I was like, I, for part of me, it was so upset because I thought they were going to make him an actual pedophile. I swear to God. I was just waiting for them to be, say, he was like going to like make a move or do something bad. Okay. I didn't feel that way. I knew that he had to be supervised. Mm -hmm. I knew that. So yeah. that was in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, the alarm. Yeah. I just remembered everything previous, and I'm like, okay, if, if the cops come, he's in trouble. And they yeah. did. And yeah. 
I just was like, yeah. I know I, I want to trust him, and I didn't know like how to read the signals that we were getting. I really don't think he would have done. I really don't think he would have done yeah. anything. I didn't either, but I just thought like that's where they were leading us, and I was like, no, writers, don't do yeah, like, this. Oh no, yeah. that would have went. Oh, that would have been so bad. No, 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 oh, don't do God. that. Don't go that way. Oh. No. Because they have the paper signed, I'm hoping that this is easy to get rid of, especially with Steph as a police officer. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will be. Also, but I, I loved how I loved how Mariana was fighting for him. She's like, no, no, you can't. I'm like, oh my god. I know. Well, what Mariana wants, she gets. Not that she mm -hmm. demands it, but she works her butt off to get it. Absolutely. So she got all these papers signed, which is amazing. Like, well, that's an amazing gift too. Yes. That he wasn't even like hoping. Best yeah. case scenario, he never hoped. Right. And she's doing it for someone that she doesn't even know, but that is her father. Oh. Yeah. It's, I never thought about to where their father is. I guess maybe we heard from Anna that she didn't know who it was, so maybe that's why. But I just yeah. didn't ever expect or um, even wonder if the storyline would go here. But now that they have, it's just a really fascinating, like terribly interesting thing to watch. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Anything on Twitter before we move on? No, mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's just tweeting their support for Gabe and how bad they feel for him and... Um, Sarah Carter tweeted, why wouldn't Steph tell Mariana not to go back? But like, we already know that Mariana has her own prerogative and she left her script there, so yeah, she, she was just going. Want. She's gonna do I'm sure she, she didn't even tell them, you know, what she was doing. And um, yeah, a lot of people are uh, talking about Steph now. Oh, mm. and as will we. Yeah. Before we talk about her chest reconstruction, I just have to say that the Steph and Lena talked a lot about sex and just um, being attracted to each other. And it wasn't just like insinuating like, oh, let's go shut the store and what's happened, you can assume it. They were blatantly talking about sex with each other. And for to see two parents on TV having that discussion honestly blew me away. Yeah, I love it when they talk about their intimacy issues or, you know, the, how they're over intimate with each other. It's exciting and it shows people that it's sex real. is not just the act of sex. It's yeah. way more than that. And I think it's important because I feel like a lot of kids, whether you've had it or you haven't, you know, think that it's this one thing and it goes so much deeper than that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love seeing them together. I love how real they are. I love how open they are with each other. They talk about anything. Yeah. They don't care. They're talking um, about how the surgery is affecting them. Right, and they're them. so supportive of each other, and they see each other through every obstacle. I love that about well, them. Well, just Lena, the way she was so encouraging this yeah. entire time and just saying, you know, I can't provide this support system for you. I feel like you need to talk to someone else. Yeah. And it just, like, makes me dream, like, that is exactly the type of person you want to have as a partner. Yes. Someone who's in your corner. Yes. Someone who will love you regardless. She's like, I think that you are hot as yes. hell. Yes. And I don't care if you have boobs or not. To see Ugh. two parents that are sexually attracted to each other on yeah. TV, I think is revolutionary. And then on top of that, it's two women. Mm -hmm. You know, if like gay people in the past, like they are labeled as gay, but like they're not allowed to express like sexual attraction yep. on camera. Mm -hmm. And for them to have, be having these conversations. You have to be free. You have to be free enough to do that. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. It's I just got, like, unbelievable. I love it. Yeah, I love it so much. Yeah, and then she's now decided to have the breast reconstruction. She had the meeting with the two other women. That was so funny. 
that was, was such was a great. fun scene. It was I've fun. I've never I seen it. that before. Yeah. And the fact that they're bringing the two sides of it too. She's so proud of the breasts that she like had recreated. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other actress is so proud of like the tattoos, which I've seen a lot online through like photo documentaries, but never on TV ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to cover up the scars. Like the, it's just amazing polar opposite examples to give her. Right. I, I just love. I love the whole scene. And I, I also like, just love the fact that Steph, came to the decision on her own and I'm glad that Lena pushed her to meet those people because she really she took it upon herself to be like this is my version of what they had and hell yeah I'm doing this boob job because like I like the way boobs look and I I want a chest and it's good for you because you know she knows that Lena will love her regardless and I, I think that that sort of will always be in the back of her head but she tries to you know remove it as much as possible and can i just say that she does look damn sexy in that pixie cut oh yes she did it was sexy she looks like okay yes also i and i love the symbolism behind it amazing but just like from a pure like fan perspective who like we are so hungry for details of what's going to happen next for us to see over the summer that she got the pixie cut and then we just assumed Oh, she shaved her head because she's going through chemo. She has cancer. Mm -hmm. And it just threw us off the trail completely, which I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it was very, very well done. I (laughs) love that. We thought it was completely different. Yeah. And because we've seen like parenthood and there's like these storylines of the parent getting chemo and then stepmom, which is an amazing movie. Like we've seen this explored um, uh, quite often, Mm -hmm. but I've never seen it explored in this way where like they, 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 they get it all at once, and then she's debating what to do for reconstruction, and that's like the, what we're seeing. It, it's I think really incredible the you're way they're handling the process. it. You're seeing the process. You're seeing exactly what they're going through step by step. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen like cancer, especially breast cancer, dealt like this on TV or film. It's, it was in your face, and you couldn't help but look at it. Yes, it was great. Yeah, and there was nothing to be ashamed about. It was nothing, you know, negative about it. It was just honest and real, which yeah. I really appreciated. And they're just talking about it. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and then, yes, you, exactly. And how, how many couples are able to have these conversations? And then on top of that, she gave her amazing speech about what it means to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean long hair, and it doesn't mean breasts, and it doesn't mean any of these things that are, like, superficial. Mm-hmm. It's just about feelings. Like, that's, I think, one of the core values of the show to me, too. Right, and that somebody can actually love you through it. Yes, and, like, with or without these exactly. superficial things. And if you want superficial things, then get them. And screw those people that think that a flat chest and short hair means that I'm one type of lesbian yeah. when, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I think that this entire show is about, like, redefining what it means to be a woman, and that was, like, the thesis that right. she said in that scene. Absolutely. Just incredible. Um, we got to transfer some predictions, because we had some crazy previews for, <laughs> for next, next week. week's show is going to be um, off the chain. Yeah, the big things we saw, we saw the Brally moment. They're, like, grabbing hands and, like, walking into, like, a sunset. We're going to tell moms. That's what they said. Brandon's going to defy everything and be with Callie. Oh. That's my prediction. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Jillian, anything about Um, that? Well, first of all, I'm really excited for next week because we finally get to see the musical that we've uh, been hearing about and seeing and talking about this entire half of 3B. wanting for seasons. Uh, Crazy. I'm so excited. And even more exciting that the director of the episode, Bradley Bredwig, is going to be in our studio next week. Yes. Um, And he's going to be talking about everything that went into making it. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is also bringing Ashley Argoda and a second guest who is not confirmed yet, but you can look on my Twitter uh, yes. during the week for that. Love but it's someone who we've never had on the show before, so it's really exciting. 
Uh, and I'm just excited to see the Brally moment and what's going to happen because we're obviously going to be left with a massive cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh, since we have to wait a couple of months until the summer wait, uh, season Wait, next start. week is the well, no, finale? So there's one more. There's, there's one, one more episode. I was like, wait a minute. But I feel like that's going to be a huge... They're going to leave it oh, on they're some... they're leading so- up to it. Yeah. Besides, oh, my uh, God. Besides, like, Steph potentially getting shot again, which, like, that's a whole other thing, so... Oh, my God. I don't even know where that came from. Do you know what from. happens, no, actually? I don't know anything. No, but, like, seriously, or, like, you're... Like, seriously. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, predict. What do you think's going to happen? Uh, well, I predicted my, my, my um, Brandon and Callie thing, uh, and then and then he, he went to you. I mean, I the didn't finish, moms, but it's fine. I'm sorry. The it's moms fine. are bigger than Brawley. We need the moms alive. I have no idea what to expect <laughs> with the gunshots like, at each other. I don't other. either, because that was the, at the very end of the mm-hmm. preview, so I don't really know. I the no musical idea. was the whole thing for God, next week. So. I'm so excited for the musical. Um, guys, we gotta wrap up. Um, mm-hmm. Daphne, where can everybody find you online? Um, you can find me on my website, DaphneClark.com. Spell Daphne for us, just because it's different D-A- than the character. D-A-F-F-A-N-Y Clark.com. Thank you so much, Jillian. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff. You can find me on Snapchat at Jilly Leff. And the winner of the poll is Justina with 68%. I told you! Okay! What I'm do I win, Jeff? Home and shame. What do I win? I'll to give you my car after this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next week. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1, and it's the Foster's musical. We'll see you then. Bye. Good night. That was great. Can I come every week? I'll wait. Hey. Are are we done? Okay. Oh, sorry, we didn't hear the ending music.